All right, you are now tuned in to the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the true players broadcast, episode 136, and we got a hot one for you people. J.R. Smith is officially a Laker. The Nets have half a team. James Harden's lost like 50 pounds, and it's our boy Drew's birthday. Happy birthday, Drew. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Drew, kick that intro music. Excuse me. I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like us. I do have something to say. So you got to give it up. Give it up. Get it up. All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, people, it's 100% free, and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. What up, broadcast world? What's up, everybody? You know what it is. You know where you're at. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the true players broadcast, episode 136, Drew. Yep. California has officially shut down as of this afternoon once again. Unbelievable. We're used to this now. It is 4th of July weekend. Not much to celebrate, but there is something to celebrate today. It is Big Drew's birthday today. Happy yeah. birthday, Drewski. Thank you. The big 4-7. Yeah. No, it, I'm on 31. I'm 31. It's a weird age, but Reggie Miller is in the house. That is, Or Brent Berry. Brent Berry is another 31. I would, I would go more My last name the... is Miller, so that's why the, the Reggie Miller. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it works a little bit better. Did you do anything? I know you had lunch with your folks today. You, got, you brought me some cake, which was very nice of you. Yeah, shout out to my folks. They dined me up for lunch. We had some hot dogs, hamburgers, which is great because I don't have a grill. You know, I don't have a... Like an actual, I have a foreman grill. Not the same. But I don't have like an actual gas or charcoal grill that I can cook on in my house. So anytime the, my parents are able to grill me up some stuff, I'll always, I'm always in. But yeah, it was a really great lunch. Uh, looking forward to uh, having some nice dinner. And yeah, we might actually have a new member of the family, uh, depending upon, I don't want to jinx it, but we... We have a meeting. My my girl and I have a meeting tonight to see if we actually can adopt a, a new puppy. Drew is not there, not pregnant. No, nope. don't. Yeah, don't jump the gun yet. But it's the a pup, dog. It is a dog. Uh, eight weeks old. You said. Yeah. Black lab. I don't want to get too much too attached to it yet. I don't want to jinx it. Oh, okay. Once we lock it down, I you know maybe we can share a little bit more. Uh, but we'll see how that meeting goes tonight. And given that it's my birthday, I got a good feeling about yeah, it. Yeah, best of luck with that. I'm looking forward to a puppy. Yeah, in it'll addition be fun. to the family, it'll be fun. What what would be your top name? Is it a boy or a girl? Uh, this one we're going for is a girl mm-hmm. and we're, we're tossing around some names. We don't really know yet. Mike Miller. You can't name it Mike Miller. No, right? Mike or Mac Miller was considered mm-hmm. for if we had a, if we had a boy, mm-hmm. but we got to do a little bit more research and, uh, maybe see what the personality of the pup is before we decide to go with the name. Right now it's named Caviar. Ooh. And, Ooh. uh, it's a know, high class pup. It is. It's high class. Whoa. It's not, 
you know, I, I don't, I don't think I'm going to name that a caviar. Only be drinking like spring water, right? Avion. It's be difficult, yeah. <laughs> Filet mignon for the for dinner. Hey, your week's going better than mine, bro. Well, yeah, I see that you have a. Uh, can you see me? Out, out? I can see you out of my left eye. I caught eyelid nineteen this week. <laughs> That's what we're calling it. I don't know if you guys watched our stories and whatnot, but. I, you know what, dude? The 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 gym opens for one week, right? Yeah. In my first two days there, and I think I mentioned it on the show, we block out. I told you I love it, right? Right. We block out hours. There's only 40 people that are let in the gym. I literally get the whole like basketball court to myself, but there's like machines in there now, like spin classes and whatnot. First two days were great. Third day, you know what? I I, fit, I shot for 45 minutes. I'm like, yo, I got 15 minutes left. I'm gonna hop on this row machine. Nice. I never gotten on the row. Get machine. some lats in. <clears throat> I did that yeah. for 15 minutes, which is quite the workout. It's quite the workout, and I enjoyed it. But I think that's where I caught my my eye disease from. Yeah, I had to go to the emergency room. I looked like Rocky after he fought the Russian. It looks a lot better than it did a couple days ago. Thank God for antibiotics yeah. and drops. It's, it's on the mend. I'm highly contagious, though. I have eye juice coming out of my eye as we speak, and I forgot yeah. my napkin. So well, you, you can go get that. I might, I might have to get that in well, a minute. Well, I think what's funny is when you, when you do the napkin... It reminds me of that James Bond movie that came out a couple years back with Daniel Craig, the first one. Don't didn't see it. If you remember, those out there that may recall, the villain, the main villain that James Bond is up against, has a glass eye, and he it leaks blood when it just you know occasionally he just has tears of blood that'll just run down. And anytime you dab it up, it gives me a James Bond villain kind of a feel. Hey, it was so bad yesterday though. <laughs> like I woke up and it it it, it was going to take pliers to open my left eye. It was so juiced together. I know that sounds sick. It's pretty gross. It's so fucking gross, dude. <laughs> but I'm making it through this. I haven't yeah, really gone out you, in public. You can open it now. I it's, can. it's much it's much less swollen. It, it, so. I feel a lot better. Hopefully by Friday. Yeah. Not that I'm going to go out and do anything celebrating. Well, everything's the, closed, so Everything will be closed. There is outdoor dining like right in town but i'm still not i still haven't been to a restaurant like to right. eat i'm not gonna do that um yeah big takeout weekend a big takeout weekend <laughs> who's got hot dogs that we can get to take out that's what i'm, I'm so glad that my folks got, oh, got me with the hot dogs uh because that every time around my birthday you know july kicks in and it's like this is like the one day that i may actually throw on a baseball game sit there with some peanuts nope. eat a hot dog and watch the dodgers win but we don't even get that this year. We so. don't. But in 29 days, we do have something coming. First thing first, the inevitable happened. J.R. Smith is signed. J.R. Smith is a Laker. Yep. He gets 289 racks for the remainder of the year. Still getting not one. bad. That's not bad. Not bad. For, it's not, not a bad gig. <laughs> not as good as Darren Williams, which is on my li list. Oh, too. Darren Williams. We brought that up yesterday. And the Dar Mets guy. And Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla. He's getting paid till 2035. It's unbelievable. It's the greatest. He gets $1.1 million today. Every year. He's like 52 right now. He's chilling. He, I, think that, I think that's what players should do if you think about that. Well, no no team's going to sign that kind of deal anymore. It's like a mockery every time the Mets, every year, this day rolls around. It's like Bobby Bonilla day, and they just make fun of the Mets again. They do. For another you know 48-hour cycle And Bobby's year. laughing all the way to the bank. Oh, yeah. You know? If Absolutely. You, but if you think about that, so the past five, Darren hasn't played in five years. Yep. He's been getting 15K a day <laughs> for five years, right? Wow. Right? That's solid. And he got his last payday yesterday. Yeah. And it's like, yo. Figure out what to do with that money now, D-Will. Good work. Way to go. I wonder what he's doing. I mean, obviously, he does. He can do whatever he wants. For the last five years, he's been making $5 million, not having to do anything. He helped Dirk change a tire the other day when Did Dirk, he? Dirk blew out his tire and he called D-Will. Oh, so he's in he Dallas then. Home. I think he's, at the, he's in, in Dallas. Because Dallas. Mm -hmm. I think that's the last place that he actually played after the Nets was Dallas. Did I think he, he I think he had a run 
at the very end with Dallas while the Nets were still paying him. <laughs> well, good for you. But back to the back to the Lakers because I want to talk about this. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. So you had mentioned. I don't. Was it on? Was it on our Patreon show? Or was no, it no, on, no. It was last week was on last week. on the follow through one thirty four. We had discussed that most likely Jarrett Smith hadn't been signed yet, right? But we kind of knew that that was like where they were yeah. going with it. All my research just did was fell upon deaf ears. <laughs> Nobody listened to me. Nobody wanted Ryan Anderson. Nobody wanted. Nah, uh, you you kept bringing up Ryan Anderson, <laughs> and that's not who I wanted to replace you, him. I'm just saying, you said it. If Dwight left, uh-huh. I was giving you who would replace Dwight. I know, I know. You know that. Sorry, it wasn't Iman Shumpert. No, or Alan Crabb, or Lance Stevenson, or Isaiah Thomas, Jamal. Crawford. I hope at least some of those guys on the list got a run. I understand that the time is fucking tight. Like they had to button this up quick, especially with the the list of players that are dropping like flies from the Brooklyn Nets, who who needed we'll all talk the about. All, they need all the remaining guards that are they left in free agency. But yes, J.R. Smith, welcome into the purple and gold. Don't fuck this up. That's all I gotta say. Welcome, <clears throat> earn your spot, play those minutes hard, and don't fuck this up. So there's a couple things I want to say, and I know I brought it up on the last show. But I don't think you or Laker fans really know the magnitude of losing Avery Bradley. And maybe you do. Avery Bradley is your third best defensive player on the squad. Definitely, hands down. Yeah. He's a, he's who, who do you have as one and two on that list? AD and LeBron. You think those are the one and two best defenders that AD we have? AD and then LeBron, definitely. Okay. And then Avery coming in in easy sure. third. Um, he's a LeBron guy. He's a, he, He'll be in the game at the end of the game. Uh, you know... Doesn't take dumb shots. He's a really good LeBron piece, right? Now, mind you, JR obviously has playoff experience, has finals experience. Uh, he's top five in finals three pointers ever yep. made. He's played with LeBron. He knows that he knows, you know, the routine. But losing Avery Bradley is a big deal. And I'm I'm kind of th- I'm I'm thinking about your your playoff seven man rotation. Okay. All right. Yeah. Where because you also like Caruso. Yep. And we don't know. I mean, is it 100 percent Dwight Howard's going to be there? Yeah, at this point, he's, okay. he's he's going. So my question is, who's the seven man playoff rotation for that? Sure. As I said last week, my expectation is fully for KCP to step into Avery Bradley's role. He was coming off the bench as our third guard. Uh, KCP was most nights. I think he just takes the the natural step forward into this starting lineup, uh, and we rock with him. And then what that means is expanded minutes for Caruso. And honestly, expanded minutes for for Danny Green and Kyle Kuzma. Those guys are going to – because we can push Danny down to a, a shooting guard and play him alongside Kuzma with Braun and AD and a, and a center out there without a problem. Like, that's not an issue. Uh, so I do think Danny Green, Kuz, and uh, KCP are the three guys that are going to get the most minutes boost out of this. My expectation is for JR to be a part of the second unit um, and maybe when, you know – in specific circumstances when we need a three, he would be out there, for instance, on a, in a closing lineup because he's a better three-point shooter than Caruso, who I do expect to also be on that second Who's unit. had no playoff experience whatsoever. No, yeah, none. And I, this is the thing, though, is I think Caruso is very much a point guard. Like, I, I understand that his size, sometimes he can kind of squeeze into that shooting guard role for us because he doesn't always have to play that <clears throat> position. But I think the, his best position for us is – point guard he's he really leads the break when he's out there and and usually he's out there without lebron on the floor and when he does that he just we just run and we get the rebound and go and i'm cool with him running that and if jr is playing alongside of him that that works out well he had a lot of momentum yeah going into the covid break you know what i mean caruso was kind of finding his groove especially the team really likes him and whatnot uh i know jr is going to be used 
a lot. I think I'm just not sold. I know you, you and I had a conversation the other day off the pod where you had mentioned, you're like, this is our, we're going to win it this year. We're going to yeah, win it. I feel good about that. And I, you know what? I don't, I don't, I really don't think people are, first of all, looking over my squad a hundred percent. Clippers aren't really, I mean, they're, they're mentioned, but they're not even talked about. It's all talk about LeBron. And again, I'm not, I'm not putting anything against LeBron. I'm not betting against LeBron, but I just do not think that with the loss of baby Bradley, I think it's a big loss. I do too. I don't think it's a big loss in regards to our matchup with the Clippers, though. I think it matters I for do, all the others. No, because he's too small. He was not going to guard Kawhi. He was not going to guard Paul George. Maybe in rotation. He had his in, best game against the Clippers this right. season. Yeah, he had the best offensive game mm-hmm. this season against mm-hmm. the Clippers, which was huge. They had like 24 points. And that third quarter was unbelievable. He's hitting everything. Um, but the fact that we can recall one specific game where he scored 20 points means... Again, this is not it, it. It's not the worst case scenario. I'm devastated that he's not coming. I agree. I definitely want him there. I did. I really didn't want to sign J.R. Smith. Uh, I would. I, I like the roster the way that it was and how we were playing moving forward. But I understand his decision, and I honestly think we're capable already with the with the the players that we have in the system to just be the next man next man up mentality, and that's what I'm expecting now. I could be off base here. It's possible that Jr. just leapfrogs and goes into the starting lineup. That is not what I want to see. I think that can happen, though. That's I think so, too. And I also think waiters could do that as well. Yeah. It really depends on how both of those guys are playing in practice and what they're showing the coaching staff. Now, the, the nice part about these first eight games for us is that we do have a cushion. And I fully expect for Frank Vogel to be toying with these lineups to figure out Okay, who who's Jr. best out there with? Is it is he best paired with Rondo? Is he best paired with, you know, uh, KCP? Is he best paired uh, with Caruso, Quinn Cook, and and Dion? We're gonna have some time, you know, throughout these games where hopefully we we end up trying to put LeBron and AD on a little bit of a minutes restriction and explore this secondary unit that we're gonna have to really nail down, as you mentioned, into a seven or eight man roster because that's really what it comes down to in the finals. And in these clutch playoffs, it's it's about eight men deep. So who would be your eight then? So my starting lineup. Going with, knowing that we haven't seen what Dion, I'm curious to see how Dion does. And I'm very curious to see what kind of shape, uh, I mean, we see what kind of shape JR's in. Yeah. Dion is a suspect though. I agree. Okay. So my starting lineup is LeBron at point, Contavious Caldwell-Pope at the two, uh, Danny Green at the three, AD at the four, and then um, JaVale at the five. And that's how we normally start the games. And then off the bench, really, you know, call it, n- name your pick. I mean, since we don't have Avery, it could be Caruso, it could be J.R. Smith. Um, Who's? Definitely Kuzma, but Kuzma usually makes us smaller. So when we go Kuzma, we usually pull JaVale or bring in Dwight for um, for JaVale. This is the nice part about our roster is that we can go real big or we can go small ball pretty easily with this lineup and having AD play the center if he wants, AD playing the power forward. Kuz can play the power forward or the small forward. And you know LeBron, of course, can play any position that he feels like. Um, so that's why, I mean, granted, it's a big piece us losing Avery Bradley, but I think what we have around us is enough to make up for that loss. And I, the one thing I really do want to stress is if KCP is known for two things, one of them is that he's a pretty streaky shooter. And when he's on a roll, he can be a quite a good shooter. And the other is his playing with an ankle brace, his defense. Well, the ankle break, that's a great, that's a great little story there. (laughs) No away game. No no away games for <laughs> KCP. At least he's the ankle brace that's gone now because we'd be gone. screwed if, if he yeah, wasn't be able done. to come. He ain't going to Orlando. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but his defense, I think, 
you know, is a little underrated, especially because everyone always talks about how good a job Avery Bradley does on defense. And I completely agree with that. But I just think, especially when we're talking about matching up with the Clippers, which you're pretty confident in, we're going to meet up. I am as well. I think those are the two best teams in the West. I think KCP's defensive um, rotations and switches and being able to put him on Paul George as a taller player is actually probably what we would have done anyway and probably had Avery on Patrick Beverly or, you know, on, on different guys, maybe Shamit, just causing problems off the ball uh, more so than impacting, you know, your two best players, which are going to be guarded by other people anyway. See, I think our problem, being the Clippers, is – a, people aren't really talking about us. They're saying the name, but they ain't really talking about the squad. Doc came out today and said he's hopeful. He's pretty sure that everybody's going to show. Lou, Lou Will had said a couple weeks ago, if not a week ago, that he's 50-50 on going. I think he's going to buy in. The whole crew's going. I think we're, we're going all deep and everybody's healthy, right? Yeah. And I just want to name from top to bottom. I think we're going to have a really tough time with that eight-man rotation. And just like... For you guys, like, deciding who yeah, makes because, the roster. Yeah, because, look, I'm going to... Because people might forget. There's, I also forgot Morris. Markeith Morris. The Morris twins do, are on... One of them's on your squad. You have one, and I got one. And I didn't even mention him. He's definitely going to be in that eight- to nine-man kind of cutoff He's going to get a shot, definitely. Yes. Yeah. So I'm just going to repeat the Clippers, who we're going with, to Florida. Kawhi, Paul George, Pat Bev, Trez, Lou Will, Zubak, who's coming off the best season of his, of his career which isn't a long career, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Guy we're forgetting about, Reggie fucking Jackson, okay? Marcus Morris, wham, bam, thank you, Sham. Joachim Noah, who posted a pic today, who looks amazing physically. Looks like he's ready to go. Drew said he's on that plant-plant-based uh, diet, that grass-and-grass grass diet. Yeah, eat Do you grass get what I'm saying? And then the other thing. Jermichael Green, Patrick Patterson, Rodney Magruder. These are all dogs from top to bottom. I think Magruder and Patrick Patterson probably don't play too much if in the list that you just mentioned. Those two are the last guys on That's the list. That's fine, but right. they're both dog. We can use them. This is what sure, I'm saying. Sure, sure. If, if Sham goes down, we got Rodney. Rodney looks ready. He's been working out with Lethal Shooter, too, the past few weeks. Again, Good. I think we stayed ready. I think we can go big. We can go small. If we're physically – I don't see a better team from top to bottom, Lakers included, uh, Toronto, uh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee, top to bottom, Clippers look the best. And going in, if we have the right mentality and we have the right coaching, the right coaching staff, I think Doc knows what he's doing. I think you're totally right with saying Pat Patterson. But see, Pat and Jermichael are interchangeable too. I would go Jermichael. I mean, he's just he's the younger version of Pat. Right. Yeah. But they both can stretch the floor. Yeah. They both can shoot the three. Um, I, I'm really curious. And, of course, you're gonna talk, we're going to talk about the schedule right now. Of course, the NBA brings up that Lakers-Clippers first game. It's unbelievable. I You know – we might have gotten the nicest resort, and we may be the number on the on the top floor in that nice resort. But we got shafted on this schedule. <laughs> the Lakers is what I'm talking about. Our first matchup, first and foremost, is eight games. Only one of the eight games that we're playing is against a play-in team. So every other game we're playing with solidified playoff teams, well, or semi-solidified. We can talk about Brooklyn here in a second, but it is great because on that very first day we get a we get a fantastic matchup that could be. Not a fantastic matchup. Now, the reason I say this is because, as we know, injury is going to be uh, watched very closely from all star players, very much from the Clippers on Kawhi and Paul George, and obviously on our end, AD and LeBron are going to be watched like Hawks. So there, I, I honestly think that there's a chance that one or two or three or four of those guys are not playing on this day, opening day kind of Clippers-Lakers game that we all are looking for. Now, optimistic Drew is saying we're going to get everyone's playing 
full squads, maybe just 20 minute restrictions on, on those guys and the game doesn't really matter. But either way, I'm, I'm very excited about an opportunity to actually beat you for the first time this It'd be year. Nice to beat us, It'll be it? big. It's going to be big as far as the Lakers are concerned mentally to win that game. So regardless of who's on restrictions, who's playing, who's not, the Lakers should absolutely want to go out and win that game. So that leads me to be a slightly more optimistic saying, okay, well, maybe Braun and AD will get out there. We'll just cap them at 20 to 24 minutes each. We'll play them in, you know, in the, in the first and the fourth most and, and kind of go that and give route. Give Dion and JR some run. Yeah. Right? Go, let, let go get out Caruso there. Some run. Get you, get your lungs mm-hmm. up, you know, cause this is, you know, we're, it's time to run now. It's time once once we're actually starting the games July 30th, it's all hands on deck. We're well, we, at a sprint. We've heard that the Lakers have been secretly working out at Homie's Palace in in the Hollywood Hills that our boy Ray Young told us about. Right. Said that they've been working out at this dude's house, which is cool. We've seen Caruso's been working out with Jordan Lawley getting some runs up here in Irvine, who and he looks nice. Yep. He looks ready to go. I'm totally I totally disagree with what you're saying though. What do you mean? I, I think that all hands on deck for every single one of these games. We need to get chemistry up. We right. need these players playing. Like you said, we need the lungs and the legs. Because what you lose, what the Clippers are losing, what the Lake, what every single team is losing is the chemistry they have moving into the playoffs. I right? can understand that. Just, and I'm going back to Caruso because Caruso, and you're wearing our T-shirt right yep. now, Hair Jordan. Caruso was kind of getting that vibe, you know, like, yeah, he was really starting to hit his starting stride. Starting to gel. And a couple more of those games, LeBron might trust him even a little bit more. You know sure. what I'm saying? Yes. And, you know, we don't really know what Dion's going to bring. We don't know what JR's going to bring. Our last, you know, our last thought about JR was the finals. In to, 2018. So it's been right? almost almost two years since he played. Do you think LeBron's forgiven him no, since then? No, no. And that's why I'm saying, like, when, when I say... JR, don't fuck this up. Mm-hmm. This doesn't come just from me. This is definitely coming from LeBron James. You better know if if JR is on this squad, he better be, you know, all about what's happening and not really not taking anything lightly. Mentally being there obviously is a big thing as well. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, man, it's uh I'm I'm hoping that he doesn't come to, like I'm I'm really hoping that it doesn't come down to him making a play in the final seconds of any of these games i think he has to drew you guys I don't think need so to, i do you need the shooting you need the three-point shooting kcp is a better three-point you shooter love, than, you keep going back to he's KCP. a better three-point shooter than jr smith right now and that's just the truth he's averaging like 43 percent from three this entire season and he, well, I would, anybody's better than jr because jr ain't been playing this is my point that's why I want him. I want KCP out there for that exact reason. <laughs> oh boy, I don't know, man. I don't know, and, we, and we're still not talking about like Boston minus Jason Tatum's new haircut, which you need to ta- you need to take oh, that man. shit off, homie. Not good. You gots to. Okay. Not good. You gots to take that off. We're not talking about Boston, and mind you, we're we're two Western Conference teams, so we're really not worried about the East yet. But you know, Giannis ain't been hooping. Giannis ain't been playing. Well, all those games in the first couple days are going to be a little. Uh, they're going to be a little off. They're going to look like Enos Cantor, what we posted today. Oh, so if, funny. if every if anybody hasn't seen it, Enos was working out today. Yeah, and he tried. He was doing the you know the ball on chair drill where you grab the ball off the chair and go dunk. Try and dunk. And the first one, he pulled something in his back, and he made the crazy. Somebody said. Uh, Steffi Graf, like why do he st- sound like Steffi Graf? Oh uh, yeah, hitting a, te- hitting a tennis ball. He had, he <laughs> yeah. made a very odd noise. 
And I tell you what, he's lost a lot of body weight. Like mm-hmm. he does not look like the same built. You know, when you think of Enos Cantor, he's he's a, a pretty, force, pretty Jack. Yeah. yeah, he's a big guy, and he looked thin. He did. Um, so, needless to say, he'll definitely be needing more hours in the gym. <laughs> Get that core up, that core strength. I totally it helps agree. Back. Three Pelicans tested positive for COVID. It seems like a lot of players are getting tested or are testing positive. Yep. For COVID, we 16, don't sixteen. They say sixteen total players out of the three hundred and two that were tested on the first round showed up positive for COVID. We know and expect those numbers to grow again because there's a high percentage of false negatives. So we expect that somebody that tested negative, maybe even a day or two previous, can definitely still test positive in the next couple rounds of testing. So we still expect those numbers to grow. But honestly, 16 out of 302, that's it's 5% and less than 5%. And that's pretty solid. I thought it was going to be way more. I thought we were going to be in the maybe the 30s, the 40s. And, and it's possible that we eventually get there before or even during when this is all happening. But all things considered, those numbers are solid. 16 players is not that bad. And d- didn't Shamit, you you had read me a quote today. Uh-huh. Landry Shamit had said that he, he feels like the bubble is going to be the safest place for anybody to be. And I, I again, we have this is we are reiterating everything we have said the past few weeks. I feel that the NBA is taking every single precaution to make this the safest place to be. Yep. And I think they are doing that. I agree. I found it really weird that Adam Silver's like, I'm going to be in and out, you know, like, so Silver's going to be the only guy that's going to be showing up and then dipping and then showing up and dipping. I'm sure he's going to take every precaution as well. Well, and right, like when, when he's showing up, it's not like he's immediately going to go talk to all the players right. and like hand shake everybody he's showing up probably not even interacting he may even stay somewhat on the periphery while he's in the bubble and away from people especially if he is the only one that's traveling in and out of that zone my guess is that like him and maybe you know an assistant or two are just kind of in their own space in their own box he may not even attend the games i'm sure he'll want to be there for some of the games that'll probably be a big thing for him to just be able to show that he's there and supporting everybody and and uh, you know, making sure that everything's going according to plan. Uh, but I don't expect any of his interactions to be around the players as long as he's until he's done those quarantine things that we all I'm expect. Sure he's already doing everything that. that he expects the players to go through. I'm sure he's <clears throat> also going to be very much a part of, especially if he's leaving. He's not skipping quarantine. No. He's not, you know, no, he's, he's definitely going to get tested all the time as well. One player that said he's not going to Orlando is Kevin Durant. <laughs> And first thing I said was like, dude, I, I don't even think you were invited. Like all yeah. injured players, like weren't allowed to go. He wasn't invited. <laughs> injured players aren't allowed to go, but thanks for saying Th- no anyway. Thanks for, thanks for tweeting that KD. Like, and then apparently he also texted a bunch of his boys from the Brooklyn Nets. And they also like, well, if Kevin can't go, I'm not going. Bro- Brooklyn has lost six guys. They got nobody. They're actually looking at Joanna man to come and pick up <laughs> to pick up some points for them, bro. I mean, I'm going to list them off here. Tell me. But the, the the thing to to really focus in on right here is the fact that the Brooklyn Nets are in the 7th seed and they're only a half game up on Orlando in that 8 and 7 8 seed and and the Wizards while they are 6 games back may have a better shot at making the 8 seed now more than ever because most likely they're going to end up in that play-in game where if the Nets are terrible as we expect them to be and the Wizards are a little bit better than we expected them to be. Better than terrible. They all, all they have to do is get within four games, and it's very possible that that happens. There's a good chance that the Wizards end up making the playoffs in this scenario. Wouldn't that be crazy? Right. Uh, so let me get to the, the, the list of players. So Wilson Chandler, Nicholas Claxton, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, DeAndre Jordan, and Spencer. And Spencer. Uh, Spencer did when he's on the fence. 
So he's he's he still doesn't know if he's going to go or not yet. All are right now not going to is Orlando. It his contract year for Dinwiddie too. Dinwiddie's a free agent yeah. this year. Yeah. So this is a big one. Yeah. Um, and my guess is that if he can, he'll he'll go. But he got COVID. But right? he actually tested positive. So him and DeAndre Jordan were the big names that tested positive. The rest of these guys, I believe, either also tested positive or just opted out. Wilson Chandler, I think, tested positive. And it's crazy because uh, DeAndre Jordan, who you know pretty well and you know the family, from his story, it sounded like he was he tested negative from Houston, flew to New York, mm. and then was there for a day and then tested positive for COVID. So that's how quickly, especially New York, it's a pretty hotbed, even though they're, they're doing somewhat better. That was the number one epicenter of this case, mm. these cases of COVID until Florida took the cake. In Florida. <laughs> um, and so that's pretty shocking. And I, I'm sure that obviously will alter anyone's uh, decision to go, whether or not they, they feel like Orlando can even be safe well, it's good when you for, have an instance like that. It's good for the Magic, though. The Magic might actually come up. It's great for the Magic and possibly the Wizards. Right. I mean, either way, it's great for Milwaukee because yeah. you're either getting the Wizards without John Wall and no Bertrands, right. which we know is going to hurt, <laughs> or you're getting the Nets team, which is essentially the backup, the backup squad. Just go home, Brooklyn. Just <laughs> well, go so home. That's the interesting thing is like the Nets and their organization thus far have said they intend to – Go, they intend to go to Orlando and try and win as many games as they can. Another guy that said he's not going is Thabo Cephalosha, who I didn't even remember was still in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, I had no he idea. Said, I had no idea he was on the Rockets. I should know this. And just like after three months of no basketball, you kind of forget a lot, a lot of shit. Yeah. I forgot Reggie Jackson was on the Clippers. Well, I, I literally forgot. <laughs> he was on there for like two weeks. I know, but like he's such a big. Uh, and so that, so actually <laughs> kind of going back to the, the Lakers Clippers thing, I forgot about him too. That would be who Avery Bradley would take on. Even though I know Reggie doesn't start, he plays some big minutes. That's somebody we're going to miss Avery Bradley for. And Reggie was putting up buckets Reggie in the can games score, that he and that's, and that's my point. I think Avery would have done a good job on him and someone's going to have to step into that role. Yeah, because. And I'm not, going... I'm not confident that J.R. Smith or Dion Waiters can put the defense on him in the way that maybe Caruso could. I, feel, I feel a little three bit more confident. Guards, dog. Right. Patrick, Lou, and Reggie. Lou's Lou, tough. Lou is going to be tough. Lou's going to be the tough one. Again, we're, we're going we're, we're, <laughs> to see what happens. But Trez, too. Trez well, that's, is another free agent. Anthony Davis, I, we can end the Lakers-Clippers thing, okay. but Anthony Davis is going to need to step up against specifically Montrez Harrell in that series if we meet. Because those the difference between him and and Trez's numbers are probably going to be the difference in those games. If Trez is matching what AD is doing as far as scoring and rebounding, we're going to struggle to beat them, and that's just the truth. So AD is going to have to come with his bootstraps. James Harden's lost twenty pounds. Whoa! Did you see him? Yo! Did you see him on the trail? I think he was at what's it called? What's the trail everybody goes to in the hills over here? I don't know. Yeah, you do. I don't uh, know the trail. You know the the mountain everybody. I don't hikes go hiking. I don't go hiking. I've done it before and it's tough. I don't do it. I won't do it. Runyon Canyon, Runyon Canyon, oh, where sure. everybody goes. Yeah, yeah. There was a picture of him, bro. He's dropped twenty pounds, which either can be really good or really bad. If they're really trying to go small ball, they're going very small ball. I'm still not sold on the Rockets, especially with the loss of Thabo. <laughs> I can't. James Harden losing that much weight is a pretty. Lot. It's pretty shocking. Mm -hmm. Like. You know he he carries the weight well. I would I, I wouldn't have ever said that he was like out of shape. Yeah, you didn't need to lose twenty. Right, that's what I mean. Like it wasn't like a Jokic scenario where you're looking at him like, man, he's a little pudgy, but you know he it, he uses his body well. He was like big, like built, he and he perfect size and for he himself. Put, he put a lot of work in in the gym to get that big. Mm -hmm. That is not it's not easy to build that shit back up. Once yeah, but you're it's that twenty lean. pounds a lot. 
Yeah. And he looked like, he looked skinny. Yeah, 20, I mean, because he was probably, what, 220 pounds, maybe 230, something mm-hmm. like that, at 6'5". Mm-hmm. And to that 20 pounds, I mean, shit, Michael only put on 15, and he was able to beat Detroit by putting on 15. That's true. If you lose 15 the other way, that's that's a little sketchy. One, uh, one team that we had discussed is Philly in the East, right? Uh-huh. <clears throat> and I did a little research today, and we were talking about, I was thinking about, like, what teams could really benefit from being in Orlando minus the Clippers again? And we're not going to talk about the Clippers anymore. Right. No home court advantage, like whatever Phillies 10 and 24 on the road. They played horribly on the road. They were one of the best teams at home, Yep. but playing on the road, they were 10 and 24 dismal, really fucking bad. Playing in Orlando could be a really good deal. We saw Ben Simmons and uh, LeBron working out, clutch squad, Yep. getting their workouts in. I don't know where that gym was they were working out. I don't think it was the Mamba facility. It was somewhere else. But Ben looks like he's ready to go. We have not seen Joel Embiid because we're all really concerned on how he's looking and and what his deal is. Yeah, the unveiling will be very fun. (laughs) It'll be really good. But do you think that Philly playing in Orlando, like it might be an advantage for them since they played so horribly on the road? I don't know. I, I, I really think that it's going to take some getting used to. So, I mean, a lot's going to be happening in these first couple games. Everyone's going to try and find the rhythm. We talked about that just a couple minutes ago, finding that rhythm within the team and, you know, the rhythm of the plays on offense and defensively switching. Um, but also getting used to the fact that they're playing in this gym when there's 12 people there. Maybe, maybe, you know, a couple dozen other players are able to watch or something like that. But, Getting back into that state where you're comfortable playing your ass off as hard as you possibly can in an arena that you're used to having people cheering you or booing you, that is going to be hard. It's, th- it's going to be hard for pretty much every mm-hmm. player out mm-hmm. there. I don't, I don't, see, I don't foresee one player. No just, fake sounds are going to make it like you're playing at home. Well, and it's also the fake sounds aren't for them. That shit's only for us watching on TV. They're, they're not going to be That's pumping right. in crowd noise. Into, I mean, maybe maybe if the players want the crowd noise, but that would be, um, also be awkward if the crowd noise doesn't like match up with what's happening in right. the game. And so, you know, I, I do think, I think that, regardless of team, is going to take a little while for these guys to get used to. Um, and especially those like the more vocal leaders. So, you know, I don't know how vocal Ben Simmons is, but I know Joel Embiid is a talker. And we're going to be able to hear, as well as everybody else on the court, is going to be able to hear what he's saying. Well, they finally came out yesterday and said they're probably going to do like a delay. Of course. Which, and, of course, they put Pat Beverly on the on the front of that post, which is true. I mean, you, I guess – I'm cool with like a five, ten second delay, but we can't be yeah. doing we can't be doing like a two, three minute delay. No, 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 it won't be that. I mean, they they have the technology now to just do five, ten second delay and just have somebody ready to go when they need it. And the crowd noise, the artificial crowd noise, will help drown some of that out if they're playing that when we're listening. We're going to just hear the crowd noise in the background and the and the broadcasters probably more so than you know whatever conversations happening on the court, but. I am excited. I'm, I'm a little bit excited. I kind of, again, I, I brought this up a couple weeks back. I hope they give us an option, you know, whether it's like through the app or through the website where we can watch it without the pumped in crowd noise, because I want to see what that, I want to hear and see what that looks like for those players before I just get comfortable and, and thinking, oh, that's right. There's, there's, there's fake people in the, in the crowd and I can still yeah. listen to Mike Breen. I think a lot of players, you can find some motivate. You're going to have to find something really deep inside you to motivate you, to get you going. Right. Because a lot of people feed off the fans. I mean, that's part of sports is feeding off the fans and that energy. And the energy is real, especially playing, you know, in other people's arena. 
you know, I think it's going to, I think we're going to see Giannis said yesterday and a few players have said it as well, is that they feel that there should be no asterisk with this. Adam Silver said there should be a gold star next to this. It's going to be very difficult for these teams to win this championship. Now it is going to be completely different than what our brains are used to. This has never happened before in sports ever. And us as fans are going to have to adjust to this as well. Mm-hmm. I feed off when I'm watching my games, I feed off the energy, you know, right. I think we have again, back to the Clippers. Cause I'm talking, I, I want to win the championship. Uh, we, you know, we feed, we have a lot of high energy players in Montrez and Pat Bev. And obviously not Kawhi He's not a high energy player. He can have 150,000 yeah. fans or zero. Yeah. Kawhi. I don't they, even, I don't think Kawhi even notices when there are no, fans in this. Day. If anybody can own playing in front of no fans, it's going to be Kawhi. Yeah. I definitely feel that way, but you know, I'd also like to do my own announcing of the game. Like I'll turn that shit off and do it, do it myself. Right. Which we probably should do one time. I we think could that, do that. I that think that'd be, be fun. really fun. I, one thing before we get off the crowd thing, I, I do think in specifically in reference to Ben Simmons and Philly, I think because there's no crowd, we're going to see Benny Simmons jack up a couple threes with no remorse. He kills it in his workouts. I think playing. this will this actually might liberate him. This might be the one thing that frees Ben Simmons from the shackles of the three-point line mm-hmm. because anytime he did it, if you remember, it was very few, but it, was, it was at home. <laughs> right. So I think taking away that p- potential uh, noise of the crowd laughing or chuckling if he airballs or misses – could be huge for Philadelphia because we know all it takes if Ben Simmons hits one three a game, <laughs> it changes everything for Philadelphia. The, the spacing on the floor immediately changes. It allows him easier uh, lanes to the basket and, of course, gives ben, uh, Joel Embiid more space under the basket. So I do. I'm expecting I expect to see more threes taken, at least a couple. Not I've in, seen, not per game or anything, but just at least a couple. I think Simmons is going to launch. Not only have I seen video of Ben Simmons, I've seen him at Rico Hines' workouts with nobody there. And this dude is a savage. He is a killer. Three-pointer, pull-up, you know, 15-footers, dunk, run the floor, pass. Ben Simmons has all the goods. And I think you're right. I think removing the fans, we might – Well, Ben Simmons might be putting up numbers. He might be the highest scorer in the playoffs. Who knows? Oh, I mean, again, I don't expect him to be, like, raining down – You never know. 50 60% from three. But I do expect him to shoot more. Hey, Ben, jack them, dog. Yeah, go ahead. Throw, you got nothing to lose right now. They're chilling. They are chilling. I thought it was really cool. You know, a lot of these players in this bubble are going to have to find their own entertainment. You know, they're going to be by themselves. Dame Lillard said he's bringing the whole studio. All this, oh, this, smart. This guy's just going to be dropping hits because he's not going to be there long either. So it's, right. it's definitely. Most likely. <laughs> I mean, his his squad is looking real strong. Yeah, but. Uh, it, uh, in comparison to the Suns and the Spurs that are also involved, like he, his team is probably behind the Pelicans and Grizzlies, like right there. They could make a push. Yeah, they could. I'm. No Trevor Ariza, though. No Trevor Ariza. Nurkic is healthy. Zach Collins is healthy. That's cool. They ain't played all year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Nurkic hasn't played in like two years. And if I'm scared, I'd I'd be scared for Nurkic. Right. He's the one that I'd be really concerned about. Like, I wouldn't try. mm, Take it easy on Nurk. Zach, get your run in. I'm not sold on Portland at all. At all. But I think I'm really sold on on the dimes this guy's going to be dropping. Yeah, that'll be cool. Maybe he brings some uh, a mixtape, Orlando mixtape. Just the COVID, the COVID mixtape. Yacht Club, Yacht Club mixtape. I want to bring something up. I thought you would find this funny. Okay, I thought you would find this really. Funny. Okay. Well, I want to go through the 2016 free agency signings. Right? You remember when this dropped? 
Okay. Do you remember the the Lakers were the first one to to make a play in free agency in 2016? 2016. Let me think about this. Come we're, on, bro. We're, we're in 2020 now. They jumped the gun so fast. 1201. We're signing. Was it KCP? No, that's Timothy Masgoff. Oh Timoth man, Timothy. Okay? Timothy. So check this. I'm going to read out the 2016 free agents that got paid. These are pretty much all four year deals leading them to 2020. Got it. Mike Conley, five years, 152. Yeah. Nicholas Batum, five years, 120. Mm -hmm. Hassan Whitesize, four years, 98. 98. Chandler Parsons, four years, 94. Your boy, Ryan Anderson, four years, 80 mil. Alan Crabb, four years, 74. Yep. Luau Dang, four years, 72. Solomon Hill gets is on this oh, list. Solomon Hill's four years, 48. Yep. Joachim Noah, four years, 72. Bismack, four years, 68. That's the big one. Bismack. Jan Mihami, four years, 64. And then your boy, Timothy Mazgoff, four years, 64. Yep. That just goes to show you what a four-year deal. The only productive one out of all of those is like Bismack. Sort of for one for one playoff series. Right. And then the rest of them Bismack has not been very good. He's been, yeah. Better than Solomon Hill. Certainly. Better certainly. than Timofey. Yeah. Better than Nicholas. Conley's been hurt most of the time. Conley certainly hasn't earned that paycheck. 152, no, yeah. but we all love Mike He's Conley. probably the like, best player on the list. Though. Definitely. And Chandler Parsons is kind of a tragedy. <laughs> I mean, that guy, he, I mean, there's no tragedy about getting paid all that money. Right. But that dude just cannot get on the floor. I mean, is he's, he's probably still getting paid up until this contract runs out. I mean, come on, four years, 80. The guy's been collecting. Chilling. But that's what. That's why like people got to really do their research real quick. You remember how fast the Lakers jumped on Timofey, though? That was the first. We also side. got rid of him pretty quickly. Yeah, but Joachim, like, look at all those, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Just the money that they were throwing out and the prospect. Well, that was the. If I remember, that was the very first year that the cap jumped. We had a big cap jump, and that then the KD year. Yeah, that was KD. Yeah, yeah that would have been. Yeah, I think so. That would have mm -hmm. been the KD season because that was the only that cap jump was the space that the Warriors needed to sign. Uh, they got KD, Kevin Durant, right, right, pretty crazy lucky stuff. Lucky bastards, and they and Steph took a pay cut in order to make that happen as well. Um, if you guys haven't listened yet, we dropped an epic episode on Monday. We had legendary coach Lorenzo Romar, former Washington Husky coach, fifteen years coach Brandon Roy, uh, Nate Robinson, Isaiah Thomas, Markel Fultz. It was a great interview. A lot of people hit us up and said it was our best show that we've done which is nice that Thank was you. really nice Very that's nice. awesome that you guys thought that you should listen to it go back and listen to it um and we're going to keep bringing the heat we're gonna uh we're gonna have a giveaway coming out here next week with the dope company haven't received all the product yet but we're gonna have it nice it's, it's gonna be sick do you have anything else to say besides happy birthday you want me to sing to you or anything no 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 i'm getting enough i'm getting enough sings sing songs going on did they did your parents sing to you of today? course yeah <laughs> Uh, they did it. They did it over the phone before I got there, and oh. then also with the with the candles on the cake. So, That's so nice. It's, no, it's very great. It's so I'm good on the song. So no singing. But uh, yeah, I'm hoping that everyone stays safe. I'm really yeah. hoping hoping everyone can relax on the Fourth of July. Let's just buckle down here for another couple weeks if and we can. Can you wear a mask? Just wear a mask, okay, please. We take no political stance on this show. <laughs> this is a basketball show. But straight from Mama Clip's mouth, who works at the hospital, yeah. wear your mask do everywhere it, you go not even not just for yourself though like do it like literally if you if you if you don't give a shit about yourself please do it for everybody else Thank that's you. around you because that's the most important part and if you're if you're a young healthy 
man. You most can still likely, get it. Most likely you're a man if you're listening to this, but if you're one of the few female listeners and you're young and healthy, please just wear a mask. And if you're one of the lucky ones that got a custom Clips oh, yeah. and Drew mask, There's who no, you guys have been rocking it with pride. There's no reason not to wear one. Just rock it. You should, you should rock it in the shower. Yep. Do what you got to do. I'm taking him out with a with a song today, Drew. Okay. And he's never been on the list because I am not a fan of this guy. Okay. Lil Uzi Vert. I like him. That way. Remake of our of our of your your favorite band, the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Okay. I want it that way. Yes, that song. I want it that way. Little Uzi remixes it, and that's all I've been playing for a few oh, days. I love it. So turn this up, bang it. It's the follow through with Clipson. Drew, Drew, we're going. Shirt with the tag, say, hey. 